Hi guys. Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Crimes of the Times. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren. And today I'm telling you about another couple, like my last episode. This is about the Abaroas. Um, this is Raven and Janet. Janet. Oh, I will say the hello ladies is something someone has said to us, and they would always be like, to me and Lauren, hello ladies. And it was literally... It was. It was, it was the best. Ah. It would always make us laugh. Honestly, and, we had a suspicion that it was because he didn't no remember idea. our names. And now, now he doesn't say it. Boo. So I'm just waiting for him to say it again, because it was funny. And I'm like... <laughs> I know, because he used to say all the time he'd walk hello, up... Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. <laughs> he'd say it like that, too. It was so funny. And it doesn't happen anymore, so... <laughs> He's never going to listen to this, so he'll never know yeah. how much but that affected if us. Other, if other people listen to it, then they know who we're talking about, because we talked about it with yeah. other people. Oh, that's true. Because it was funny. Okay. So... <laughs> This is, like, I don't know. This happened a little while ago. This is in 2005, um, April 26th. So, I'm talking about Raven, who is a guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I, thinking, like, I was like, oh. Yeah, Raven's mom. And LGBTQ+. Plus, yeah, happy like, pride. Happy pride. Sadly, um, this is not that. I know. I also thought of, that's I immediately thought this person was a woman because of Raymond. Raven. Yeah, that's a Raven. I know. We love that show. And we love Raven in um, The Princess Diaries, too. Oh, yeah. Which I'll say is a superior Princess Diaries. It is, thing. 100%. Okay, Chris Pine in it. So. I think we should have a double feature, though. We should. We should have friends over and have a double pe- feature. 100%. Okay. It's planned. Anyway, so Raven, who is a guy, and Janet, they're married. Yeah. They have a six month old son named Caden and um so on April 26, 2005 they um I don't know okay the this is a whole thing okay so the police ambulance like they get there upstairs they find where they called someone called them yes Raven called them they find Janet who was stabbed multiple times in, like, this, like, office bedroom thing. I don't know. In one of the rooms in their house. Okay. And, um, Raven was gone and then, like, came back. It was, like, another one. So, like, my last episode, it was, like, late at night. So, I don't, it's definitely not 3 a.m., but. 3 a.m. It's. I'm sorry. Um, I bet you think about me. We, we literally were listening to that song, like couple hours ago, so. Yeah. While, while Haley was trying to kill a fly. Yeah. I think that. The fly is the John Wick of flies, because <laughs> it will not die. And it's so, it's literally John Wick. You know how it came to be is I accidentally burnt a bunch of pancakes, and then we had to open the door so, to let all the and, smoke get out, and then a fly came in. And guys, I swear, it's like lived, it should have been, it should, it should be dead right now. It's like lived its life. Like, how many... Like, how many days does it take for a fly to die? Isn't it, like, don't they live, like, for, like, three days? They live for an eternity. This one, know. This one is, like, the cockroach of flies. Invincible. John Wick fly. And I just felt, when I was chasing around, I'm like, I'm the monster, 
in the books that like the your main character is trying to get away from I'm that monster that's how I felt trying to kill this boy but we love a villain so <laughs> well so Raven was gone um and then came back found his wife and called like he like went somewhere yes I'll get into that but he like went and play he was playing soccer okay I was like is he playing pickleball because that's what <laughs> I mean pickleball probably wasn't popular in like 2005 yeah well yeah so this is another this is Utah Mormon like Okay, so he could have been playing pickleball. This is, um, yeah. My last episode was Utah. This is, again, Utah. I did not plan that. So, if you get married in Utah, you're gonna get murdered by your husband. I'm honestly terrified. Yeah. Biggest fear. Yeah. So. I think, well, it's valid, because you've told two stories about getting murdered by your significant other. And it I've takes told place a ton of stories about that. I know. I'm scared. That, I'm that's scared. That's like biggest fear. So that's I'm why she tells stories. I'm scared. I'm gonna get married to a Scott Peterson. No, you would know. You you <sighs> you personally would know. Also, I'd be like red flag. We red flag all the boys. Yeah, red flag, beige flag. You know. Yeah. Okay, so then, um, Caden, their six month old son, was also home, and. They find, like, investigators, they find the wedding slash engagement ring um, on the kitchen counter. And Raven's laptop and knife, which the knife is, like, a collector's knife. I don't know. It's gone. It's missing. So, that was stolen. And, um, anyway... Okay, so they also find a bloody footprint by her body. I feel like I might have heard this story before, but I literally have no idea. Yeah, they find a fingerprint on the office closet, which is where she is. Okay. And they find a blood stain, like, smear on the interior glass door, and then blood splatter on the office walls. Okay. So, this is, like, a messy well, house. Well, she got stabbed, like, a bunch of times. Yes, messy crime scene. Um, and the police collect the knife block that they have in the home. Um, they collect financial records. They collect the clothes that Raven was wearing when he discovered her body. They even, like, go into their car and they find a knife and a pawn shop ticket. Like, they, like, collect anything that, like, looks weird. Because they're, like... Oh, okay. The police do not Raven and Janet. Oh, no. Yes. The police do. Yeah. Um, which, the the knife... Raven, like, collects knives. I don't know. It's, like... One I know of the, people that do It's that. one of those things I will never understand. I'm not into that. What do you collect, though? I collect snow globes and foreign money. Okay. Maybe they don't understand you collecting yeah. snow globes. Or foreign money. I collect broken hearts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> or am I? I'm actually... I collect a lot of things. No, Lauren collects broken hearts. <laughs> <laughs> She's always... Okay. So, Raven... So, the police are talking to Raven, and they're like, What happened? Like, give us a rundown... How did she, like, how in the world did you leave and then she just dies? Like, she's stabbed. When in the world? Yeah, how so, long were you gone? Yeah. 
So Raven tells the police that they were together, they put Caden to sleep, and then he, like, right after he got, like, he, they put him down to sleep, he left to go play indoor soccer, and she got ready for bed. And then he gets home, checks on Caden, first thing he does when he gets there, and then he finds Janet in the next room. Like, he doesn't find her in their room, he, like, looks in this random room, maybe she's in there. She's been stabbed and is dead. So then he calls the police. Um, and Raven calls her parents and is saying things like dead, shot, died by suicide. Oh my gosh. Saying like crazy things, just assuming things. Um, um, you're assuming that someone who's stabbed a bunch has committed suicide? Yeah, or was shot. Like what? I feel so, like you can tell. I don't know. I'm not. I'm yeah. not the distraught person who's finding someone dead. So. I don't know. I'd be like. Uh, I say uh, a lot uh, of things, but in the moment, I'd probably be like, "What the heck?" I would probably say so that someone was dead, even if they weren't. Like, I'd oh be like, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, they're dead!" You know. Then they're like, "See, they were close." I'm like, "I'm not touching that." <laughs> so, um. Oh, and then and they um, he calls them. Five, at 5 a.m. the morning after. So this is, like, late at night that this happens, and then 5 a.m. Okay, so he's had time to, like, obviously not process it, but time to, like... Yes, but he, like, calls the, the 911 in a panic. Yeah. Um, and then... So... Just to, like, go back, this is... The police are, like, investigating, but they have nothing. Would you say where in Utah this is? Um, I know that they, they moved around quite a bit. I know that at one point they were living in, like, Salt Lake. Durham? Yes. Where is Durham? Okay, I'm scared. Oh, oh, okay, that's in North Carolina. Oh. They moved around. So they were in North, North Carolina when she died? Yes. Okay. So, so, yeah. So, this didn't, this didn't happen in Utah. Okay, so what... I guess not. Whatever. So, um, Janet and Raven, they met, and like, way back... I'm so sad I saw a spoiler and I'm depressed. <laughs> way back in the day, um, they're very Mormon, both of them, and she was, like, found her Prince Charming, it became serious super quick... And Raven had served a mission in Peru, and two years after meeting, they get married in a Mormon temple in wow. Washington, D.C. I'm surprised that it took two years. <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, it's two years after they met, so... That's still, that's yeah. still good. Usually it's like, like a two months after something, <laughs> after they meet. So they, after they get married in Washington, D.C., they move to Durham, North Carolina, and they're 20 and 19 at the oh, time okay. that they Whoa. were married. So, Wait. so they got married right after he, uh, like, he was on his mission. I don't think he served an entire, like, yeah. two years. Because, like, didn't you used to have to be, like, 19? This is 2005. Oh, this is... So yeah, I... 
I just have, I just, like, five seconds of a mission. I have that he did, like, he served in Peru. I honestly don't actually know if it was a technical mission or if it was just, like, mission work. Okay, but think, think about this. They knew each other for two years. Did they meet after his mission? No, because, well, they they couldn't They'd have to be, like, before his mission, then he served, like, a mission maybe, like, maybe a year. Yeah. Like, the minute he turns 19, because if he's 20, my brain is... Okay. Yeah. So... Why'd you come home early, sir? Well, Raven struggles, and three and a half years into their marriage, he confesses that he was unfaithful... <gasps> I thought I was doing something else. With multiple women. <gasps> no! And he wants out of their marriage. Oh my gosh! Three years? And so, he, like, she let him go. They separated. He moved out. And then she's like, I'm pregnant. With Caden. Yeah, with Caden. And um, so she is... Oh, so she, like, kept it a secret, though. Like, I for a little while. I'm not telling this cheating scumbag. Yeah, when she was five months pregnant, she finally told Raven. And a few months... So, they sort of Reconcile. were trying to make it work. Or trying to make something work because of the baby. But it's still, like, she doesn't trust him, you know? Anyway, but a few months after Caden's birth... Raven was caught embezzling over $10,000 from his employer. Oh my gosh! And they both worked at the same place, so... She also got fired? They both had to leave their job. Like, he was fired, she also, she had to leave her job. Oh my gosh, so he literally is sketch person. Yeah. And so... Um, weeks after the murder, Raven takes Caden and they move to Utah. And th- this is why I got confused, because they're in Utah now after the murder. Um, the police are like, why aren't you staying in town for the investigation? Like, this is important. Yeah, he's like fleeing the scene. Because usually if something like that happens, you, like... I remember when I talked about Kristen Smart, like, they stayed in their, like, same, like, the, their home that they lived in all, like, their child, like, the childhood home of, for her, because they want to stay in the same place. They don't, they're not gonna move around. Yeah. Anyway. So, they're in Utah now. This is August of 2005, so she was murdered April, late April. This is August now. And her autopsy is released, and the world finds out that Janet was pregnant. Yeah, that, with, was, that was the scary thing I saw. Yes, with their second child. Ugh, so that's so sad. So, Caden was six months old, so she, like, immediately, immediately got pregnant after oh my gosh, giving birth. Oh my gosh, I would literally die. And, um... Janet's family even, like, hires, like, a psychic and stuff. Ooh. And it doesn't pan out, but like they were, they're very invested in this and yeah. trying to figure it out. Raven, on the other hand, does not care, like or doesn't seem to care at all. Yeah. And either way, if he's not the murderer, he's just a sketch person. Yeah. But at the same time, the police were like, the whoever murdered Janet 
like they knew her this is not a random break-in because just this person knew her you know uh-huh like stabbing stabbing especially like multiple stab wounds you don't just like it's like a passionate way yeah to you die. don't break in like if someone's gonna die at like a, the scene of a break-in or something it's gonna be like you get shot or something or you know? like i can mean if but was there signs that it was broken in like or windows no there's there's things that were like there was like blood on the glass door which they assumed that they went through or something but then there was no like um There's no no glass was shattered or anything, yeah. and yeah, and then there are things missing, which literally I don't know. It doesn't sound like a break in to me. It sounds like I mean, obviously someone came in, yeah. So they probably I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So Raven is now in Salt Lake City, and he like travels a lot, visiting family. He is good about that. Um, he's trying to keep Caden in the lives of family. Like, um, like Janet's family? Yeah, but he does not respond, and he's not communicating with the police, and he declines interviews. Okay. So, mm, very sketch. Then in February of 2007, so this is quite a bit later. Yeah. Um, the... The police are working with the FBI in Salt Lake City to question um, him, and the police just, like, they can't rule out Raven unless they, like, get, like, full-on talk to him. They only talk to him, like, once or twice. Yeah. They're like, please, we need to talk. And, um... Let's see. So then... May of 2009, they're trying to get a hold of him, they, like, just can't get anything. Anyway, so May of 2009, they find out that Raven has a new wife, and her name is Vanessa Pond. They, they had met in December of 2007, so... Okay. I guess, actually... They find this out in May, but they got married at a different time. Anyway, so they meet in December of 2007. They met at daycare. Um, she she has a daughter, single mom. She ends up Googling everything about this man and finds out, like, all of this stuff and how his wife was murdered and yeah. everything. And she's, like, kind of concerned and, like, what but is this, this? Was this after she married him? No, this is before. This is was, right when she meets him. Okay, I was like, girl, Googled him after <laughs> you married him? You Googled him before. But it got serious quick. She, like, Googled him and was concerned, talked to him, and he's like... It wasn't me. He was like, it wasn't, like, I have nothing to do with this. I love my wife, um, but, like, she was murdered, and we have no resolution to it. And she believed him and okay. so um their relationship was serious really fast i'm like this is too messy you know, like, i know vanessa's dad was actually a former cop so her parents are asking him like did you murder your wife yeah like straight up like tell us the truth and he's like i loved my wife and he was crying and yeah he could have loved her and still murdered her yeah six months after meeting 
they are engaged. Man, that's like, that's all that bad for Utah. And then Vanessa gets a call from Janet's sisters, and, like, they're not upset, they're not, like, how dare you get married, yeah. like, they're like, he they're might like, murder you. Yes, they said that they're, like, they're scared, and they're like, get out now. Ooh. That's what they tell her, like, get out. That scare me. I know. And so, um, they... Their, honestly, their relationship, like, she said it was fine, and then this bridal shower happens, and while she's getting ready, they have an argument, her and Raven, Vanessa and Raven, and he, like, jabs her chest with his fingers, like, like, hard. Ow, my brother, he's got, like, supersonic fingers, and he'll poke me, and it hurts. Yeah, and so he's, like, jabbing her chest, and, like, bruise he um he's like wants to hit like saying that he wants to hit her and then he's Ew, like that's so scary he's like i don't care if you die <gasps> oh my gosh like scary things like, like that hey, bye. and then like he like pretends to hit her and then <gasps> oh my gosh. and then he laughs when she flinches and so then he's like calling her terrible names and they went through with the wedding Okay. And then September 6, 2008, they're married. Um, the first night of the honeymoon, he's intoxicated, which is not good at all. I never understand, like, I don't know. It's wedding. Come on, people. Um, so he's I'm intoxicated. Like, you pay so much for a wedding and then you get drunk. I know. He's talking about Janet, and he is, like, mad, and talking about, like, how he's sort of angry, and he puts his arms around Vanessa and whispers, I'll never hurt you. Okay. Like, that's, he's just talking about his dead wife, and then he's like, I'll never hurt you. I'll never hurt you. Like, that makes me concerned. Yeah. Um, so then, like, during this marriage, he has severe mood swings, and he's very violent. Um, he was contacting friends and family and saying that Vanessa was depressed and suicidal, that she was bipolar, she needs help, she needs to be institutionalized. He was saying this about her? Yes, she, he's... This, you know what this makes me think of? Um, Outer Banks. Yeah, he's, like, spreading all these things, trying to make it sound like she's crazy. Don't listen to a word she says. She she needs to be institutionalized. Has she said anything? No, but he's just, like, kind of... He's, like, prepping people. He's prepping. So, like, when he does, like, murder her or when he does, like, abuse I know. her. And when she wants to tell people, he's like, she's crazy. Yeah, because he's, like, saying that she's depressed and suicidal and more like he probably is gonna say that he like she self-harms or things like that and yeah. and if she dies then be like oh she killed herself i know so christmas eve 2009 um they're getting ready to visit vanessa's family and they get into another argument they're screaming he decides to leave for good and grabs Caden and says, Come on, mommy doesn't want us anymore. 
That's so sad. So then, um, Raven and Vanessa are, like, over. And Janet's family, they're still trying to find justice for yeah. her. And they're talking to the media, and they're talking to, oh my goodness, how do I say this? John Quinones? Quin like, sure. you know, like, the guy on ABC? Oh, yes! Like, the what would you do yes. guy? I don't remember how to say it. I'm, like, butchering it. What's his name? Hi there, it's John Quinones coming to you this morning from a very <laughs> foggy morning in New York. Okay. So, they're talking to him. Um, and their Janice case actually has a new investigator. So, this is a fresh look. And his name is Charles Soule. And he's That's looking... a cool name. I know. He's looking at the crime scene photos and interviews and everything. He's going through everything, trying to see if he can catch something that other people can't. Do you know, like, where he where he's from? Is he, like, is he in Utah or is he in... Um, I think he is back in Durham. Durham? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, because they're only using the FBI in Utah just to, like, contact him, yeah. him and keep an eye on him. Yeah. Um, but he's looking at, like, crime scene photos, and he is kind of stuck on this one point that she's going to bed and he's going to soccer. And he's looking at all these crime scene photos and on the bathroom counter he sees the contact lens case and it's like it's not like her contacts haven't been taken out. And so he sees this and he's like if you're getting ready for bed, if you're in bed wouldn't you, you usually take, your contacts, take your contacts out? I know some people don't take them out and then, like, like... Then they wake up with, like, dried eyes. Or, like, their contact is, like, not in the right spot anymore. <laughs> you know the girl that has, like, had, like, five million contacts that, like, were, like, behind her eyes? Yes, what was that? Scary, I don't what, know. What was that? What were you watching? I think it was just, like, scary, like, on Instagram or on TikTok or something. But... The case was reopened. Okay. Based on contact. Because of this. Yeah. He's like, this is not right. And, um... Something is not right. They... Then, like, Raven, because of this, like, he's telling people, like, he's contradicting things. And, um... Saying, like, found kneeling on the floor of the home office, found in the bed, like... Literally everything is different. What? Um. Then in February of 2010, Raven is arrested for first degree murder. And he is living in Idaho at the time. And he pleads not guilty. And then in July of 2010, um, Janet is exhumed oh. and... Because they are, like, stuck on this contact yeah. lens thing. And they find fragments of contact lenses on her eyes. Oh, my gosh. Still there. So then in April 2013, Raven's trial begins. And they talk about... So they have the stuff that's in the house. They have the bloody footprint, the fingerprint, the splatter, all that stuff. And then none of that is a match 
or it's it's like unknown DNA. Um, so none of it is maturated or it's just unknown. Like, so, okay, interesting. Um, uh, and then the shoe print from the meta, the shoe print they decide is from a medical responder. Um, and then the fingerprint, there's no match. And they're like kind of like maybe about all this. So then Janet's family testifies. Janet's friend testified that months leading up to her murder, she was scared of Raven. Vanessa testifies because they're not together. Yeah, and he's terrible. And um, testifies of her experience. Raven's former co-worker testified because he, like, embezzled yeah. and was terrible. Yeah, he's a sketchy person. Um, he's, they say that in um, 2003 that there was a road trip and Raven, like, there were sexual advances and she ended up having sex with him because she was scared of saying that. That's so sad. He's evil. Yeah. But um, she purposely left strands of hair in um, the car just in case. Like like those TikToks of people like I literally did houses. that on my Lyft drives. I was scared I was going to get like, murdered. Let me just put all my hair. My hair falls out. So. I like touched the window too a little yeah, bit. It's... I was like, fingerprints. Um, and then the investigator testifies and said that they found paperwork, like, four car loans in the house. So they were struggling financially. Yeah. They found a, um, $1,100 check for bankruptcy counseling, two life insurance policies that had been taken out. Um, Janet's was at 500 thousand uh for health conditions and then ravens was at one million. Oh dang i know should have killed raven <laughs> people um so they they were struggling so bad with finances people were helping them pay their rent at this time and raven never but like at the at the same time so they're helping pay for rent but raven never missed a life insurance payment, payment. Interesting. Very sketch. So, soon after the murder, Raven is staying with Janet's sister, and she sees CDs in his backpack and looks at them, and he, she decides to back them up, um, or it's, well, she, well, so she looks them up, she decides to make a copy, it's actually ends up being a backup of Raven's laptop dated the day before the murder. Smart. Um, so she made a copy and gave it to the police. And years after the murder, Raven claims, um, in a video, he actually has the knife that ever, like, was claimed to be oh. missing. Um, but the cops overlooked it in the search. So, I don't know. I guess they overlooked it. He has it. Or he hit it. Or he hit it. And then, so this is a five-week trial with 82 witnesses. This is big. That's a lot of witnesses. I know. But everyone has dirt on him, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, the jury deliberates more than 10 hours, 
and they fail to reach a verdict. Because they don't have, like, a lot of proof other than, like, witnesses. I know. It's 11 to 1 guilty verdict. So they're just, like, trying to get the one. And it results in a mistrial. But because it's a mistrial, they can try him again. Yes. Which is good. So then in March of 2014, one week before the new trial... Oh my gosh, that's um, like forever. Yeah, they get a new plea, and it's called the Alfred plea, which is basically voluntary manslaughter. And it defends the, like... It defends their innocence... But admits that there is sufficient evidence. Okay. So, like, oh, yeah, I could see how you could say that I murdered them. But I'm innocent. So, I'll go to jail. Fine. No, I would not go to jail. Yeah. If I was completely innocent. I'd be like, whatever. If you can convict me, that'd be terrible. (laughs) But I'm not going to jail for something I didn't do. Yeah, so, like, he admits that there's sufficient evidence to charge him with a crime. But he defends his innocence. So, that, with this plea, he avoids the life sentence, and so he's sentenced to eight to ten ten years in, um, including time served. So, Raven Abaroa is released Christmas Day of 2017. Boo! So, this, that new trial was started March of 2014, and then, so that's nine years after her murder. Because it was in March, right? Yeah, and then he's released in 2017, in so we only have to take two years. Pretty much, yeah. So, he now lives in Utah, and his son, or, like, his and Janet's son, Caden, is um, being raised by Raven's mother, Karen, and Raven's stepfather, Jim Bolton. And there's no real information about Raven, or about Caden, but Raven is out, and, I mean, from the looks of it, because his mom and stepfather are, like, taking care of his son, yeah. like, he has contact, and Janet, like, got justice, but at the same time didn't really. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy that it was solved because of a contact lens. Like, I know, that is crazy. Anyway, that's... That's so annoying that, like, he only served, like, two, three years. Yeah, basically, well, yeah, because it, her murder was late It's, like, two, it's, like, almost three years. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. He evaded the police for so long, then he finally was arrested, and he tormented his second wife as well. Mm -hmm. Who knows how much torment he, like... Like, Janet had to endure. That's so sad. Boo. I know. Boo, Raven. Boo. 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 Yeah, we're just gonna like, listen to this and come find us. <laughs> Ew, uh, I know. We're in Utah now, so. Huh. Time to get murdered. <laughs> we like, oh my, what's your name? He's like, oh my goodness, did you randomly, like, run into this man? I have no idea what it looks like, though. Honestly, we could, because I think that they live... I don't remember where exactly, like, the grandparents live, but I think, I'm thinking that he still lives around, like, Salt Lake. Aw. Hopefully he doesn't. Thank you for listening. 
Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Crimes Through the Times. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And send us messages and questions on Anchor.